Hello everybody, welcome back to Off The Crossbar Podcast. Linz, welcome back. Hi Jace, how are you going mate? Oh, it's been too long. I'm good oh, mate, how are you? Oh, really well thanks mate, it's good to be back. Yes. Sharing a couple of bevies over a bit of a chat about the Muzzy Girls. Yep, yep. Um, so everyone, just like to welcome everyone back, obviously 2021. Uh, we're, you know, deep into, I guess, April. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, as far as the season's gone, we've had a, a bit of a delay as, as everyone be aware of with the weather and whatnot. So we're in April, but we've only played a couple of games. So. Yeah, that's right. So, uh, just remember we are, um, on Facebook. Um, we are also on Spotify, um, Apple and, uh, what else are we on? SoundCloud? Yeah, I think we're on SoundCloud still. Yeah, I think we're on there. Yeah, pretty much find us wherever you want us at the moment, which is good. Yep. But uh, look, we're going to jump straight in. So today's pod, we're going to cover, I guess, all three of the um, Musgrave women's teams, Linz. Yep. Um, Part one, we're going to have a chat about Tasha's Div 2 team. Yep, Um, let's um, be good to have a little quick chat about Tasha's team and, um, you know, sort of make sure all the girls feel welcome in, in their new role at Musgrave. There's a lot of new girls there and Tasha's a new coach, so be good to cover them away first. Yeah, definitely. And then uh, part two, we're going to cover Lundy's uh, Div 2 team as well. Yeah, um, you know, really uh, good spirit in that team at the moment. They're enjoying each other's company, I know for a fact. And um, yeah, so we'll look at, at touching on those. Lundy's doing a good job there as well. Yep. And then last but not least, we'll also cover um, our girls' lens, Div 1 in part three. Yeah, there's probably a bit to look at for us there, Jace. We've... we've um, you know, done a lot of training, a lot of bonding nights, and uh, as as has been the weather, so yeah. there's plenty of stuff to get through for us, mate. Yep, that's it. So look, with that in mind, let's uh, let's jump straight into to part one. Sure, beautiful. Yep. So um, Tasha's Div Two girls, Linz. Yeah. So um, I, I suppose the first thing I wanted to just sort of make mention was the fact of you know with the the training um aspect of how tasha's gone or or what i've seen with uh, tasha's training has been you know really good in the way that she sets up very organized very deliberate and and uh, with the help of jess as well i can see her sessions are well planned out um i'm certainly been pleasantly surprised um in in tash coming on so um you know really really pleased to see to see that in another coach at the club yeah yeah i couldn't agree more they you know tash and jess seem to bounce off each other really really well yeah and you know you could see that from i guess the get-go um after their first pre-season game against runaway bay yeah that's true and also the the lucky inclusion i suppose uh of sierra coming in to help them out as well because of you know she uh unfortunately didn't things didn't work out for her at Broadbeach where she was playing at the start of the year so um, yeah I think that's to Tasha's team's benefit. Yeah, definitely. Um, she's she's doing a great job there as well. For those, so for those of you at home, um, Lindsay, do you just want to run through a, um, a team list just so everyone knows who's involved in uh, Tasha's team? Yeah, so um, Natalie is, is the goalkeeper. Uh, Leah Hall, Charlene, Amira, Natalie and Jess Barham, sisters. Uh, Kim captains the team. Uh, also with Nicole, Annika is the vice captain. Um, Georgia... Leah Nelson, Selma, Ellie, Sarah, Courtney, Paige, and of course Sierra, who's just um, registered as, yeah. as of last week. So yeah, 
Um, you know, that's that's the look of, of Tasha's side. There's 17 girls strong there, but obviously um, Tasha's team is the team that we, you know, we draw from essentially through Lundy. So mm. if we need players, we, you know, we usually go through Lundy as the graded, essentially the graded second team. Um, but of course, you know, we find ourselves in a position tonight where um, teams are playing away, so so we're actually borrowing from Tash. So it's good to have that, I suppose, strength in the in the third team yeah. um, at Musgrave, and um, we're very comfortable with, with drawing from Tash's team. As yeah, hundred well. percent. It's yeah. great to know that we've got quality across all three teams. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's I guess evident with um, you know the Runaway Bay preseason game. You know, yeah. Tash had a had one of her youth players, Selma, um, bang in a few. Yeah, I think she scored in the first probably two minutes of the game, if, if I remember correctly. The girls enjoyed a bit yeah. out at Runaway Bay there. It's so a good introduction to senior women's football. It, it, <laughs> anyone would be happy with that, no doubt. And, you know, Selma's carried it on as well. She's um, played well. I've, I've seen her in the games for Lundy um, and also continued in form uh, for Tash as well. So really good to see how Selma is sort of progressing and, and Tash is doing a great job with her. Yeah, awesome. I think they won that game, was it 3-0 or maybe a bit more? Uh, I think it was more than that. I'm not too sure, but it, it was a comfortable win anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, feel free to correct us on Facebook, guys. But yeah. I'm pretty sure the game after that, Pack Pines, was a uh, a pretty physical game, I guess. Yeah. And um, they came away with a two-all draw there, I think, as well. Right. Yeah, and I remember in that game particularly, I was really impressed with Leah Nelson, who who was was back first um, game back first game back after a long stout out. So, um, you know, she was really impressive that day. You know, Annika's always a good player for him. Um, so, you know, she was really also had a great, great night at Pack Pines that night. But, um, you know, if you go through the team there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good players. There's a, there's a few girls just starting out or coming back from a, a bit of a spell off. So, um, you know, it's, it's good to see that, that um, some players have decided to come back into, into the sport. You know, I know mm. Jess... Um, Barham has got a, you know, has, has had a couple of babies and she's, and she's now back. Yeah. Um, was always a good f- player for me back in the day. Yeah, she was good for me as well when she came across the Southport yeah. for a season there, so. Yeah, obviously, um, you know, Kim's come from Mudgee and been placed into Tasha's team and, and captains the team. And, um, you know, I know firsthand as, you know, Kim's my housemate and, and she, um, she loves captaining that team and adores all of her teammates, so... Um, a wealth of experience there to, I guess, teach the younger generation as well in yeah, the team. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, there's some new girls at the club, which I think are, you know, are still finding their feet a bit in terms of around the club. You know, the, the Ellies and the Sarahs, um, you know, we'd really like those girls to sort of maybe become a little bit more involved in socials and stuff like that. Or hopefully that that can pick up as the, as the year goes by. It's still only early days, um, but they're, they're two very good players and, and, um, you know, if they can stay at Musgrave for a few years and enjoy it, well, you know, we'll be in good shape. Mm. Okay. Um, so, obviously, with the, um, I guess, the COVID situation at the start of the year, um, which I guess is still ongoing, um, and, you know, the rain that, that came about not long ago, it sort of gave us a bit of a delayed start to the season. We've yeah. had catch-up games mixed in with, you know, round two or three games no one really knows when round one was, but yeah. um, you know, we'll quickly just go through, I guess, a game review for Tasha's team. They've played one game in the league so far. 
Yeah, um, they unfortunately came up against uh, Magic first. Um, for those that aren't aware, Magic are, um, are a newly formed women's team. Um, they're basically formed from a few girls uh, that used to play either in NPL or a high level um, previously, a junior team basically. But they all uh, have technical ability. And, very quick. Um, very very quick and, you know, they, there's the argument that they should be in Div 1 and that's probably fair enough. But um, as, the, as the rules go, they're a metro team, so essentially they can nominate wherever they want to. Yep. Um, and it's just probably unfortunate that Tash got, got those guys first up. So yep. um, unfortunately for them, that you know, the scoreline didn't go their way. But, um, you know, I uh, believe Natalie in goal was player of the match. Yeah, I heard a lot of good things about yeah. Natalie being in goals. And, you know, you, you normally wouldn't say something like that when the scoreline of, you know, 8-0 coming around, you know. Yeah. Um, but from what I heard from multiple people, she had an absolute great game. Yeah, Could have been yeah. a lot more. No, no, I heard the same. And Tasha's always, um, certainly to me, backed her in. Yeah. Um, Girls must have started well, though. Only 2-0 down at halftime. Yeah, so 2-0 down at half time. Uh, that would have been a great sort of confidence boost, I would imagine. Um, obviously, Jason, we couldn't be there, but um, in all in all, what we've heard and in, and in the reviews and stuff, 2-0 um, down at half time would have been, you know, quite pleasing for the girls, I would have imagined at that point. But mm. after half time, you know, unfortunately, a couple of injuries were suffered with uh, Annika and Leah Nelson mainly and a few other Saw girls as well. And, um, you know, unfortunately conceded a few quick goals after half time and um, were unable to sort of stop stop the right from there on. Yeah, hopefully Annika and Leah come back, you know, nice and quick, but yep. we wish them all the best yep. with their injuries. Yeah, there were some good performances throughout the night though with, um, you know, Selma and Sarah both um, making the keeper work at times, you know, could have easily got one or two, I believe. So, um, you know, as long as those girls can keep, I guess, you know, working for those opportunities against the really, really tough teams, things are going to be easier. You know, when they play some of the some of the poorer teams in the comp, which there will be. Mm. You know, I, I know Tash and the, and the girls there are probably a little bit stunned by that result and that quality, but not everyone in their league is going to be that that quality. Yeah, so, no, I think so too. Yeah, um, you got player of the match there, Linz. Yeah, well, player of the match, as spoken earlier, was Nat um, in goal. Um, so, you know, I was talking to Kim at home and she was saying that, you know, she was just unbelievable. You know, she had a fantastic game. Um, she's only young, uh, could have easily been, you know, a lot worse off in the scoreboard if, if she wasn't involved. So, um, Tash also told me that they were able to, um, you know, they were able to play out defensively, you know, on, on more than their fair share of occasions. So, and it's good that it, they didn't really deter from that either after the, you know, uh, so many goals going in. Yeah, it's easy been, for a team just to abandon well, exactly. what their coach wants. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, it was all encouraging signs there for Tasha, uh, given that result. So I just hope that they can, you know, stick at it, keep training, keep encouraging each other. And, um, you know, I've got no doubt with the, the spirit that's in that team, you know, with the organisation that Tash has with, with the coaching staff, they're going to turn results, you know, in no time. So Yeah. So, yeah, only one game in, I guess, for that entire round, for that, that mm. division. Um, just looking at the ladder quickly. So it looks like Pack Pines, Magic and Runaway Bay are t- all tied um, for, for the top spot. But again, that's only one game played. So yeah. I really wouldn't read much into the ladder until, I yeah. guess, round four or five when yeah. a few games have come under the belt. So it'll be interesting to see where 
um, Tash and Jess's girls end up in about you know a month or two time. That'll be the real the real tester and and you know they I, I suppose what I want them to understand is they don't necessarily have to win it. You know if they compete and they make themselves uh, in a position where they can be in every game. You know that's I guess the main thing with with turning up and registering and playing football. Yeah, as long as they're enjoying it. Yeah, that's the main thing. Yeah. So. Um, you know they get to play their second game tonight, Linz. Yep. Um, you know they're at, they're at home to a brand new club, Pimpama yep. City, um, for a six fifteen kickoff. Yeah, I think the um, you know I think the new clubs uh, it doesn't matter what division the new clubs are a real you know worry. <laughs> you know you don't know what to expect. Um, so I think you know Pimpama probably from what I've heard are looking pretty strong, um, but. You know, we'll, Tash's girls are at home. They're before us tonight, so they'll have they'll have a lot of support. Yep, yep. We'll be down there. Yep, supporting them. So I've got the team lineup here, yep. Linz, for tonight's game. So the starting lineup is uh, we'll go from back to front. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you that are playing at home, so Nat obviously retains her spot in goals. We've got Paige out on the right, Charlene and Leah as centre backs, uh, Nat Barham as a left back. Right. We've got Kim anchoring the midfield with Ellie and Leah Nelson um, starting, so it looks like she's back from injury, Yep, which is great. Looks like she's going to go again. Yep. Uh, George and Nicole are both out in the wing. George on the left, Nicole's out on the right, and it looks like Jess is um, Jess is up top with a, with a substitution bench of Courtney, Selma, Sarah, and Sierra. Um, obviously, Annika's still injured. Right. Yeah, it's a big out with Annika there. She's... She's a fine player, you know. If she was actually okay, I would have I would have seen if she could sit on the bench for us afterwards. I mean, she's she's a big out for them, mm. you know. It'll be really interesting to see if the girls can cover that. Um, I'm sure they can, and I'm sure that they would much rather have Annika in than out. Yep. <laughs> but um, but that's the cards that that they've been dealt this week. So. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see how those girls come up. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, six fifteen. So the first, the first game tonight out of two back-to-back women's games at yep. the club at Muzzy. So yeah, if uh, obviously you get the chance to listen to this pod, um, we'll put this out obviously this afternoon. But yeah, make sure you get down and support. Yeah, for sure. It should be a good game. Um, I'm also expecting you know a really good game from Georgia. Um, she played for Lundy's team last week. I think she did very well. Um, I've got a bit of time for her. I think she, um, you know, she works hard. She's got a bit of speed about her, you know. Um, so I, I'm expecting a big game from her, mm. thinking she can find the net. Maybe they, they might be in business. Yeah. I think, I think maybe Tasha's team probably missed her uh, uh, when they played Magic. Yeah. Um, she was out that game. She well, she played for Lundy. Yeah. Oh, so, right. Yep. So um, I, I think that might have, you know, really hurt Tasha's team a little bit. So. Yeah, hopefully she has a good one tonight. Beautiful. Yeah. All right, well, look, we just might take a quick break and then we'll come back with part two and we'll talk about uh, Lundy and Geordie's team. Yep, brilliant, mate. Beautiful. Thanks, cool. mate. Take it easy, boys. Tomorrow is the biggest day of your lives, the Shelbyville game. So lights out at 7.30 and abstain from coffee, tea and cola drinks. Make no mistake, they pack a wallet. Sure do, Skip. Yes. Now, before I post the starting lineup, I want to assure those of you whose names are not on the list that I'm very disappointed in you. Something was lacking. Let's call it heart. No hustle either, Skip. That's right, Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, welcome back, everyone, to Off the Crossbar podcast for part two. 
Hope no one has uh, gotten bored of our little sound grabs there, Linz. Oh, what a ripper. <laughs> Team talk. Mr. Burns. Oh, love him. Against, Mr. Burns. Against the Shelbyville Giants. <laughs> <laughs> Tough team. Yeah. <laughs> um, so part two, we're going to talk about uh, our other Div 2 team um, that's, you know, looked after there by Lundy, um, Geordie, and a newcomer, Taylor. Yep. Taylor's come on board into the assistant coach um, realm. So uh, we welcome him. Yep. Um, from all reports, you know, the girls are quite happy with him. Lund- uh, Lundy tells me he's, he's always turning up, always reliable. Um, doing a good job there, and um, awesome you know, along with Geordie and very good player as well. So you know he can give that experience to some of the girls in the midfield. Yep, no, he's he's a good player, but don't like to tell him too much because uh, <laughs> he'll let you know himself. But um, of course, partner of, of Meg's, one of our absolute favourites from from Lundy's team. Yeah, so. and has our changed uh, positions this year. Yeah, Megs has gone into centre-back role, essentially, so um, I think she's doing really well, too. Uh, I thought her pre-season uh, training was as, as good as anyone's. Mm. Um, yeah, so really happy for her. Yeah, had an absolute ripper season last year in uh, in goals, but yep. she's definitely brought that chatter um, on the field, yep. um, which I think is lifting the girls a lot as well. And also being given some leadership responsibilities as well, um, so... You know, I think she's really taken to that. I think she's a born leader, Megan. Yeah. And, um, you know, I can see her being vice captain or captain of a team at Musgrove for years to come. Awesome. Yeah. So I'll just quickly run through um, who is in this team. Yep. And then we can have a bit of a chat about that. Sure. So obviously we've gone through the coaches uh, for Lundy, Geordie and Taylor. Mm. We've got uh, Kirsten, um, who was with us last year in Div 1. We've yep. got Brooklyn... Uh, Jade, Sarita, Rachel. We've got Simi, um, G, Macy, Christina, KJ, Mariko, yep. Sarah, Megan, Caitlin, Amira, and a newcomer to the club, Logan. Yep. Um, really, really good player Logan is. We used her last week in the Div 1 game. Mm. Um, Played really well. Yep. No, she was a little bit nervous at the start, I feel, when she had her first game at Palm Beach, as you'd expect. Um, but I think she's coming into the fray really nicely now. I think she's more comfortable with the girls. Um, you know, so when she played for us last night, I thought she was, or last week, I'm sorry, she was fantastic. Mm. Um, an exciting young prospect as well in, in Mace. Yeah. Um, been playing really, really well. She's only 15, is that right? That's correct, yeah. Um, same as, I think, Selma, um, who was in Tasha's team. So two... Two really, really young girls who are definitely doing really well for their teams. Yep, they are. Macy's really got a lot of class about her. Um, you know, she's a smooth mover. She's very quick. Very good first touch. Um, you know, we were obviously quite happy to use her the other night as well when we were shorter players. Mm, didn't look out of place at all. No, she did fantastic. Just um, probably needs to learn a couple of the finer things, which she'd admit to. She's a lovely girl, Macy. She... Um, She's always, always looking for feedback too, which I think is a, a, a really valuable trait to have in a player. Yep. And also, you know, Mum Deb is, manages the Arundel Tav, so obviously major sponsors of the club there. So it's great to have Mace back on board as a, as a Mustang and um, Deb back on, back on board as a sponsor. Yeah, and a massive thank you to, to Deb as well. We'll, we'll down there um, not long ago. We yep. did, a, did a bit of a whiteboard session with... Yep. The Div 1 team when it was uh, torrential rain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, it was a good night, actually. 
It was an, an awesome night down there, and Deb uh, teed that up for us. So mm. yeah, um, there's a, a couple of other good players I think that's been you know really good in the preseason, and um, you know I think Sarah McDonald has been a big in for that team. Yeah, that is a good good pick. Um, yeah, you know I never knew Sarah before this season, and you know obviously as a trainer she struggles in that department. Um, however, you wouldn't have a better teammate mm. in, in your team. She's been brilliant mm. and and as a goalkeeper is right up there with with the ones that i've certainly you know seen going around so yeah she definitely gives everything she has um you know even if um you know her fitness levels aren't what she will probably want them to be that doesn't matter she will still give you 110 percent, no matter what yep. um she did the same when she spent a bit of time at southport when i was there yeah um didn't really get the chance to to have her in my team yeah but from what i did see in training she was class absolute class yep and just a lot of fun as well you know <laughs> if she is training there she's <laughs> and struggling you know she'll have a she'll have a joke with it and she'll have a joke with some of the other girls that are struggling as well and mm. it just sort of makes everyone feel more comfortable around her yeah a great teammate to have yeah absolutely great personality there yeah um i think another good mention um or another person worth mentioning um, I think in the midfield there, um, Mariko, I think she's started the season off on fire. Yeah, I, I see Mariko after every game and make sure I go up and tell her how well she's doing. Um, and, you know, she's handling it really well at the moment. She's very, very busy um, on, the, on the field and much more so than I ever remembered. She's got herself into, um, I suppose, a fitness area where she's, you know, she can do a little bit more than what she used to. And she's absolutely killing it at the moment. Mm. I think Lundy's really, really impressed as well with the back line that he's got. Uh, obviously, after missing Rachel, um, who's a massive part of their defence, yeah. um, obviously played really, really well last year. But, um, you know, he's got players like Amira, who will always, always... She's an absolute soldier out there. Nothing really gets past her. Well, yeah, I mean, she's she's filling in for Lundy tonight, so she'll, you know, she obviously will let nothing go past and yeah. she will absolutely not let anyone down in that in that frame yeah that's we, right we were considering Amira for Div 1 mm. you know and, and we'll do every year so, yeah definitely um, yeah he, he'll be he'll be reassured in that role for yeah sure. so a really really good inclusion there from, yeah. from Tasha's team but um, yeah Sarita and Caitlin I think are, are notable mentions as well yep um, Katie's a ripper she's an absolute ripper out there I think she's extremely underrated um, you know I think she's She's got plenty to give all the time, 90 minutes. Um, she's a little bit rough around the outsides, you know what I mean? She's, she's got a loose, bit of a loose first touch, but, you know, it's, it's, she always gives everything and she's got a goal in her, mm. you know, definitely an opportunity in her to create and yeah. obviously defends like a soldier. So. Yeah, her cover defense is definitely a, a trait of hers that yeah. I guess a lot of girls will be envious about. Um, yeah. yeah, she um, reads the game well in defense. Look, a massive inclusion for Lundy this year has been Jade. Um, she really pulls the strings in that midfield now. And, you know, I think that's probably what they were missing from last year. Yeah. Uh, I believe is that that real, I guess, ball playing number 10. Mm. They've Very had, combative as well. Yeah. She's hard to tackle. Yeah, really, really good player. And um, works, works the socks off. Um, very capable of scoring. You know, a goal-scoring midfielder, mm. and um, you know, last year they they sort of experimented with sort of Chrissy and KJ, who did 
really well in that role as well. But Jay just gives them another approach and another angle that that I think that they were missing. And um, in there with with Chrissy and KJ, and, mm. you know, with Mariko as the as a holder. Mm. You know, they're looking quite good, so... I definitely think it frees up someone, especially like KJ, who likes to drive mm. and, you know, find those pockets of space and put the, you know, one of the front three players in on goal. Yeah, I, th- I think Jade's inclusion has definitely taken some pressure off KJ on the field, mm. um, which is, you know, great, great as a teammate. You know, you always want that. And it was awesome to see Simi getting on the score sheet last week. Yeah, got himself a hat-trick, I think. Yeah, cu- well, a couple of the goals that we saw, because, I mean, we obviously went into warm-up, so... I only saw two, um, but they were both outstanding goals. Mm. I mean, really well-taken goals, team goals. She was on hand to finish them. But, um, you know, she's a good player, Simi, and I think she sometimes lets herself down with, um, you know, maybe a bit of a casual attitude or, you know, she's she's so easygoing and fun-loving that sometimes I think it lets her down on a football side of things. Mm. But... Um, Certainly. The quality's there, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they were two two goals as good as you'll ever see. Yeah, and love she it. told me about it too. <laughs> <laughs> of course, she did. Yeah, yeah. Um, so look, this this team has actually had a couple of games um, in their respective league. So um, you know, it'd be good to go through the ladder just quickly. There, Linz. Um, yep. Looks like Palm Beach is uh, sitting on top. Three wins from three. Yeah, and when you look back at one of the games Musgrave had was against Palm Beach where they had the chance to probably win it, if not draw it. Um, and, you know, that that would have probably flipped the ladder around as, yeah. it, as it stands now. But never mind, Muzzy is sitting in second and ready to pounce. So. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. Um, we've got two new clubs um, that have been introduced into this, this division who are hot on um, Lundy's team's Wheels. Yep. Um, we've got Burley and uh, Bond, who have both registered uh, a single win so far this season. Yeah, and it's interesting. Just that just reminded me that um, when we were in the canteen the other night, Brooklyn was in the in the canteen with Annabelle, and I was at the bar and heard a little story that Burley were throwing a little bit of shade <laughs> towards the Muzzy Girls. Oh, really? Um, so you know that might add a little bit of spice to that yeah. fixture next time. Um, Hopefully, we get a chance to watch that game. Yeah, which is really funny because you know Musgrave have never played Burley in the women's so. Um, very interesting discussions there. But yeah, right. We should see, okay, see, good to see know. There we go. Um, and then obviously, f- uh, outside of the top four at the moment, we've got uh, Madrabar and Rabina Red, who have both also registered wins, but it just might be goal difference that have kept them out. And uh, rounding off the Division 2 uh, South Comp is Rabina Blue and Tweed United, who have both played two games, but um, yet to register a win. Wins. Okay. Isn't it funny with Tweed, you know, what a what a drop they've had because... They were a tough team. They were um, a tough team in Div 1 last year. Yeah. I mean, they finished last, but they were tough to beat. Mm. Um, so they must have really lost a few players um, somewhere or, or whatever. But, you know, um, I'm, sure, I'm sure they'll get it together. And, you know, <laughs> Tweed is the hardest trip in football oh. to make away on a Wednesday night. Yeah, especially so, if it's an early-ish game too. And and Lundy will be well, well aware of that from his playing days, so I'm sure when that fixture comes, he'll have the girls ready to go because mm. um, that, that won't be an easy one regardless of where they're sitting. Yeah, definitely. So it looks like a couple of teams have already played three games with our Muzzy girls being one of those. Yeah. So looking at recent form going into um, tonight's game, 
so you mentioned just before in round one, um, Lundy's girls just missed out against Palmy, so they we lost three two. Yeah. Um, I'm not too sure how rounds two and three played out, but I'm just going to read it down as a list. So it says here that Muzzy um, had beaten Bonds 5-4, and we watched that game. That was an absolutely crazy game. It was a crazy <laughs> game. Great to watch. It was great to watch, yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that was their most recent game. But that's okay. It says round two in the game day app. But um, round three, it says here that Lundy's girls registered a 5-0 win against Mudgy. Yep. No, that's right. That that's that's correct. Mm. Um, I I remember watching that game as well. Um, you know, Musgrove could have won that a lot more, uh, a lot more comfortably, but you know they were much better than than the Mudgy girls there. So mm. um, yeah, no, there's been some really good performances from Lundy's team. The boys are obviously um, working well at training. They're getting they're getting stuff done. I know Lundy's been a little bit disappointed with the training attendance at times, which is you know fair to note. Um, as well. Yep. So make sure, girls, if you're listening, you know, don't don't let yourselves down with with getting selected in a good team with good coaches. Make sure you get to training. Definitely. Um, Especially having a good start to the season too. You don't want to consolidate that. You know, the top two spots, I guess. Yep. And they could have easily been on top spot if they had have pushed against Palmy. Yep. That will have to be the situation. So. Um, yep, they're going well. They've got a couple of injury concerns at the moment, which is a little bit unfortunate. You know, Brooke Brooke is playing, but she's struggling. Um, also, uh, I think KJ's carrying something as well. Rachel looks like she could be out for a while. Um, Sarita is away, possibly be back tonight, maybe not. So, and the same with Jade. So there's a there's a few outside of the field worries um, at the moment for that team, which every team has. Mm. You know, we've got them too. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the Div One, but um, if they can just, I suppose, stick stick solid, get through this little rough patch. Um, they should come out the other side and, and maybe hit the ground running when that happens because that's generally how it works out. Yeah, yeah, definitely right. Yeah. Um, so tonight, uh, Lundy's, uh, Lundy, Geordie and Taylor's team uh, take on Rabina Red. Right. Um, they're away um, yep. this week. So it looks like Rabina Red have won one of their games um, out of the two that they've played. Yeah. Um, so it could be an interesting match. It could be, you know, the table suggests that we should look after them. Um, at you know, Lundy should should go and do the job there. But as we were just mentioning, you know, they are a couple of troops down. They've got Amira filling in, which you know she'll she'll do a good job. But you know, she doesn't normally play for them. So um, there's a couple of little scares there for Lundy if you're a coach. Mm. You know, there's a lot of doubts. Um, but he will certainly get them there, get them prepared, and going off the table, they should be able to be good enough mm. to get the job done. And I think Rabina are an interesting prospect in every age group because they've got a BPL um, club, so uh, they'll have a first and reserves in BPL, but they've got a Div 1 team, so they'll have a Div 1 team, and then they've got two in Div 2. Mm. Yeah, they've got a pretty good junior setup too for the women. So Well, they, they do, but... With so many teams, it really opens it up as to who will be playing where on a given night, mm. um, which makes them a tricky, <laughs> a tricky prospect. prospect. You know, you can't go to Lundy probably can't go to Rabina looking at the table saying, you know, we should wrap this up mm. because at the end of the day, he knows he's got a few down and and they could have a few in. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, so, that's very true. So it's a bit of a danger game for them. Um, they should be good enough. You know, they're they're a really decent team as we just read through those players earlier. There's not one girl there that 
that shouldn't be able to look after their their op- their opponent. Mm. Um, so I'm expecting you know a good result from from the girls tonight. Yep. Um, so it looks like Lundy's got his team out, and yep. uh, we'll go through the starting lineup quickly. Sure. So in goals, uh, Sarah obviously retains her spot there. Um, the back line consists of so Caitlin will be out on the right. Megan and Amira will partner up tonight, and then Logan starting out on the left. Yep. Uh, we've got a midfield three of Mariko, KJ, and Chrissy. And then our front three looking quite dangerous. Uh, Macy's on the right, Simi's up top, and then G on yep. the left lens. And that leaves them with a substitution bench of uh, just Doz and Brooklyn. Doz and Brooklyn there, and you know they're hoping that Sarita and Jade will be able to get there. They're uh, in a little bit of a situation at the moment, so... They, they're not sure whether they'll make it in time or not. So with any luck, they will. And I, I can tell you, Sarita and Jade are the two of the biggest ins for that team if if they do get there. Yeah. That will tip the scale. Rubina won't win that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, <laughs> so that's, you know, hopefully those girls can get there for them, but they should, still should be okay. Um, and I, I just want to talk about G for a minute. I mean... Yeah, definitely. Um, look, uh, in the last couple of games I've watched... And I think maybe the first game against Palm Beach, I thought she was just a, a little bit selfish. And they probably bombed some chances that, that, that they should have got against Palm Beach. They should have probably wrapped that game up comfortably, really. And, um, you know, just in the last two games, G's really made a, a really good approach on, you know, being not only a good goal scorer, but a good assister as well. Trying to find people in better yeah, positions. Yeah, and it's it's just working wonders for, you know, for, for their team. So... I hope she she is listening and she can continue on with that kind of attitude and approach mm. um, because she's a much better player when she adds that to her bow. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah. So um, yeah, the girls play tonight um, again at Rabina. Seven p.m. is the kickoff there. Yep. So anyone out there listening, if you can't make the the double header at yep. Musgrave tonight, um, you know there's another great game being played out at Rabina. Yep, it'll be a good game, and we expect Musgrave to get the chocolates. Yep. <laughs> yep. Beautiful. Yep. So um, that'll end part two there, Linz. Yep. We might just take another quick break and then. Um, We'll talk about our girls. Yep, we'll get into the Div 1 and um, we'll see what we can come up with with for those girls uh, ahead of us. So Beautiful. Yep. Thanks, Cheers, mate. mate. 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> you are not going to care about this anymore. So I'll just say what I need to say. That was the worst rehearsal we have ever had. We are two days away from opening and you're all fucking around. <laughs> Put this all on tooth decay. Let me tell you something, dental floss. You're not as good as you fucking think you are. You're already acting like you're a star, and we haven't even opened yet. <laughs> oh, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to uh, Off the Crossbar Podcast, oh. Part Three, Linz. <laughs> oh, I just had to get that in, Jace. That just reminded me so much of uh, your you going through the corners. Training. <laughs> <laughs> Look, there will, there will be there will be a moment this season where that corner comes off. All right, we oh, just was, need to get Bree to leave that fucking oh, ball. That that was one J Mansella training the other night, guys. But that was, oh. that was hilarious. Anyway, moving on. Um, so part three, Linz, we get to uh, we get to chat about our girls, the Div One Muzzy team. Yep, no, it'd be good to just touch on these um, girls and the way that they've been going this this year so far we haven't had a chance to yet so yeah 
Definitely. So we'll just go through a, a team list quickly, just so everyone knows who's involved uh, with with the squad. So um, we've got a couple of newcomers, Linz. Yep. Uh We've got Jenna, who's come across from Surfers last year. Yep. Uh, obviously, Laney is our strap the boots on again. Yep. Um, we have um, Caitlin. Um, yep. who's a new addition to the club. Yeah, she's been great. Yep. Uh, Jade, another new addition. Um, we've got Annie. Yep. Uh, we also have Malia, Lauren. Uh, Afi's come back this year, which is great. Yeah. Sophia. Uh, Shui. Yeah, affectionately <laughs> known. Uh, Evie, um, Breezy, uh, George. Uh, Annabelle, and last but not least, another newcomer, uh, Sav, who yes. um, has come across from Southport. Oh, what an amazing, amazing preseason and start to the year she's had as well. Yeah, big yeah. time. Yeah. Big time. So, yeah, just on those those new girls, Linz, how do you think they've gone so far? Well, I think, um, you know, in short, they've been fantastic. Um, certainly, Sav, the last one mentioned there, has been really impressive ever since, you know, preseason training. She's worked really hard. Has previously played for both of us yep. in separate um, clubs. Played, played with myself at um, at Mudgee MPL. Yep. And then obviously with yourself at um, Southport. Yep. In the in Brisbane the League. Yep. Um, but I think you know you'd, I'm sure you'd agree with me that this year we've sort of seen a different side yep, to a game. Yep. And it would make sense. I mean, she's a, she's a year older, um, a year more experienced at playing senior women. I think the biggest thing I've noticed is the fact that she's she's more confident now. Like she's backing herself a lot more. I think that's one thing um, that was, I guess, not not um, hindering her game a whole deal, but it was enough to just not make her effective enough in games, yeah. if that makes sense. No, I think that's fair. I think that's fair. That happened in the NPL as well. I think she was definitely good enough. The quality that, was always there. Just had that self-confidence yeah. um, doubt. But, you know, players around you help that, and I think that that's helped Sav. You know, yeah. she knows she's got the, the experienced girls around her that, are, that have got a bit of quality about them as well. Yeah, couldn't agree more. But the best thing about Sav for me this year is just how fit she's got herself. You mm. know, she's, she can last big minutes. Yeah, um, she works hard all the time. She is always at the bloody gym. Yeah. I tell you, every time Beck and I head down to the Gold Coast no, Performance she lives Center, there. yeah, she's always there, she which lives, is good to see. She lives there, but um, you know, there, there's a lot of players that do that, but still, you know, don't manage to get it done on the park. Whereas, you know, Sav seems to, you know, obviously hit that hit that um, wall. You know, that that's inevitable. But the second win comes yeah, very quickly for her. Yeah, she just gets through it, and that's something that she never could do in the past before as well. So really, really proud of her. She's going awesome. Yep. Um, uh, I guess a really effective signing for us this year um, being Jade as well. Yep. Um, I don't think I quite realised how good Jade was until, you know, certainly the Brody game, but um, but definitely, you know, the... Um, the next game that we had there against Palmy, I thought she was just amazing. Yeah, but yeah, really good player, big pickup for us. Um, great, you know, attitude towards the team as mm. well. Yeah, really lovable person. Yeah. outside the the field as well. Really, yeah. really nice. You know, it's quite it's quite funny uh, when I was watching those videos back that Mel um, did for us. Um, Jade's just about in every clip, <laughs> and that's not on purpose. It's just because she just puts herself in into the game all the time. And, um, you know, she's been a fantastic addition for us. And along with Katie, who, who's come along, I think she's a, a real little ripper of a mm. player. She's, she's got some real quality about her. Yeah. Um, a lot of fun as well. 
Um, and probably the most important signing for us was Jenna. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, it's unfortunate that she's got herself injured at the moment. Um, you know, but I think it's going to hurt us. Um, but yeah, she's a massive inclusion for us. We really need her. Yeah. Um, Seems to be a, a common occurrence with, with oh. us Lins and goalkeepers getting injured. Oh, mate. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Oh. A nightmare. And I think Musgrave is probably, you know, you don't know too much about the ins and outs of other clubs, but I say we have the one team that just have girls that will not go in goal. Mm. <laughs> like, like there's not one girl that actually will say, oh, yeah, I'll give it a go. You know, Cherie did it for us the other night and we thank her for it. But she did really it, well it's, too. It's definitely not her cup of tea. Yeah. And, you know, Soph would be the next go too. And, you know, she's too valuable on the field for my liking. So, um, yeah, we have that team that if we lose our keeper, we're really in strife. So, yeah. Whereas I think other clubs probably have, you know, players in their team that are quite happy to do it. probably could do it, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely a massive miss, um, you know, not having Mel um, this year, but she obviously got her got herself right. She's you know gone yeah, under the knife the to up. to fix her knee. Yep, and um, doing a great job managing Mel as well. She yeah, won't be far away from coming. Definitely. Back. So it's great to have her in and around the group as well this yep, year. I think she's really enjoying that. that. Yeah. So yeah, we we thank Mel for that. Yeah. Um, but you know, not only that, but we are absolutely loving the fact that Jenna's come across and yeah, um, decided to don the the orange. Yep. No, she's been really good teammate as well. She never misses training. Um, always there whether she's able. She's always working really hard too, which I, I love seeing. Like yeah. goalkeepers could easily just go off to the side and do a little bit of stuff here and there, but then focus on their goalkeeping training. But Jenna is always <laughs> Yeah, Jenna is always in there wanting to run her guts out and, mm. you know, try to improve her footwork, whatever it is with the ball at her feet. So it's really good to see. No, she's been very, very good, very pleased with Jenna and, and you know, having I suppose having Athey on board as a as a legitimate um you know, team member was last year. She was sort of our sixteenth, but you know, she could well be the best player in the league. And you know, we one thing we do realise now that we sort of have to manage her a bit with her knee. Mm. Um, otherwise, you know, we'll, we'll run her into the ground and she won't be effective for us. But what a player! Yeah, um, to to have an inclusion there. And I'm very jealous to see how the game just comes naturally to her. The things that she can do, I, I wish I could do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now, the thing that I don't like seeing at the moment, which I know the whole team does, <laughs> yes. is she's starting to get a little bit of cheek about her. And um, I liked it better when she respected me. <laughs> but uh, now there's back heels coming. Oh, out of yes. Athey, uh, the... We, the... We, need to, we need to have a sit-down discussion, Athey. <laughs> I don't think so. I think she's doing great, mate. Athey, <laughs> if you can score a goal off a back heel this year, mate, Every I time. am shouting you for end-of-season trip. Back heel. Oh, like, my God. All I hear is Beck just clapping in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's always better than a... It's always better than a nutmeg around training at the moment. Oh. Nutmegs are, are, are absolute gold around the around the pitch. I'll, I'll tell you something. My hatred of nutmegs has gone uh, of of back heels. It's <laughs> totally worked against me now. <laughs> I mean, now everybody's actually just wants to do it because <laughs> they know they'll get the reaction. Yeah. And uh, I've got to somehow balance <laughs> what's more important: the actual pride to not give them the reaction and say, no, no, no. You know what? That's fine. <laughs> or the actual fact that they just know that they're doing something that I absolutely hate. Question for you. Yeah. A- 88 minutes in. Yeah. To semi-final. Yeah. 
we're drawing one all. Right. A ball comes across the six yard box from uh from Georgia. Yep. Hits Annabelle. Back to goal. Yeah. Are you happy for her to back heel it in if it gets us through? Look, <laughs> I would absolutely be happy <laughs> for that goal to be included, but I would much rather Annabelle be better with her body shape <laughs> and side foot the ball in. Beautiful coaching words there by <laughs> Lindsay Corwell. <laughs> no, that that's what I would ideally prefer, but you know, I'm a coach at the end of the day. If that's the situation, the ball goes over line, I'm going to be as happy as anyone. Yep. Um, but I'm sure that I'll have 15 girls reminding me about <laughs> what just happened. No, I, I definitely think if um, in the heat of the moment, the girls will definitely stick to the plan and yeah. obviously do what's what's, what's there been shown on training from yourself and I. Yeah. But um yeah, it's always good yeah. with the banter. Um watching you sort of walk off with oh, a head of steam. <laughs> mate, I've got to handle it <laughs> Oh, I love it. So look, uh preseason Linz, we've um it's definitely been a unique preseason. Um yeah. definitely the first I've ever been involved in as a coach with how it's sort of run through the cogs in the sense that we really it almost feels like we've had to restart our preseason at least two or three times this year because of the delay, whether it's weather, um, field availability, um, or lockdown. obviously lockdown. Yeah. So, um, you know, we tried to make the most of a bad situation, I yeah. guess, Linz, and you've done very, very well coming up with some alternative training nights for us. Um, you know, namely, we spoke about before, thanks again to, to Macy's mum, yep. um, Deb, yep. um, you know, opening up Arundel Tab for us one night. Yep. You did a whiteboard, uh, whiteboard session there yep. with the girls, um, obviously doing um, video analysis nights at your place. Yeah, that was um, good. That was quite fun. I think the girls took more enjoyment out of the pizzas, but <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough. But we all uh, all had a good night down there. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then obviously uh, doing the old group sesh over yeah. at PCYC. Yep, done that as well, as well as a, a Broadwater training session as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were able to go to PCYC and put together a good circuit there. Yep. Big thanks to PCYC yep. for having us. Yep, they were excellent. Um, yeah, so we, we've kept creative and we've kept busy. Yep. Being down to goals as um, yeah, well, so yeah, definitely, you know, boys down there. Thanks again for yeah, having us. Always look after us down there at goals. Um, it's awesome, but yeah, we've had to, you know, be very much on the front foot with training plans and stuff like that, as everyone probably yeah. has been. But Mel's been amazing with yeah. that as well, helping helping us out yeah. in regards to trying to, like you said before, get on the front foot if we sort of half expected things to not go our way, trying to have something in the works. Yeah, she's been fantastic in the manager role this year. Definitely couldn't do, we couldn't do the job without her. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Um, and, you know, so thankful for her coming on board. And, you know, the help she's given Jenna as well is, is invaluable mm. um, as an ex-keeper of, of ours, you know. That, yep. That knows Especially with the way we play. We exactly. like the way we like our keepers to play. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, big thanks to Mel um, helping out there. Um, and we only had one preseason game. This year, Lynn's against Runaway Bay. Yeah, we had um, we played Runaway Bay. We, we we got the win pretty easily there. Runaway Bay are a Div Two team. To to be fair, you know we were full strength. You know it was our first game together, so you know they're always probably gonna gonna cop a bit of a touch up. But you know we had to get a, a start. Yeah. Um, as did they. Um, good to a... good to see an ex player, I guess, of of yours, Lynn's, uh, in uh, Chile. 
yep. playing for Bay. Yep. Her little sister's there as well. Yeah, Shelly and Eve were, were out at playing at Bay at the moment, doing very well. Shelly was, was excellent for them. Um, but we were able to look after her with Sophie and Lauren at the back, so that's even more pleasing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't our best game out of Bay, to be honest, but we, you know, we looked after it comfortably, but it was a classic first game, mm. Rusty, you know. Uh, Annie still looked a little bit like she was short short of a run and knowledge on how to play as a out-and-out winger or how we want her to in that new role. And, um, you know, the midfield, uh, Beck and Afy spent quite a lot of time off the field, um, which allowed sort of, I suppose, Evie, Evie and Jade to... Express themselves yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Um, Soph and Lauren got a little bit of a test on how to, you know, stay patient across the back, which they did very well. And It's a good chance for them to start building up that partnership, obviously with Lauren yeah. being in a new position this year. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, Katie, Malia and Cherie all enjoyed getting forward, you know, on that game. So it was, it was worthwhile for us, but it was one that we, you know, we're always going to be able to comfortably win. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, you yeah, know, Yudes down there, the coach of Runaway Bay, obviously doing a good job, mm. um, and we wish them well with their season. Yeah, I believe um, they'll go quite well. You know, they that was a long time ago now that game, and um, yeah, I'm sure that they've worked on things from there. We were talking about it afterwards, and he said that you know it's really good to see what he needs to work on. Mm. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, but um, look, Linz, this year, um, I guess it's a bit of a. Uh, an interesting season for us this year with um, only five teams in in Div One. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing. There's no way of hiding from that. But at the same time, you know, I was talking to some of the girls from Palm Beach actually finally the other night after the game, and we were sort of shaking hands. And you know, everyone's sort of a little bit bummed by that. But you know, the way I look at it is, every single game is going to be a tough one. Yeah, you know, we will be playing teams regularly, but. Every Wednesday night, there's going to be a tough game. And that's what it should be. So, you know, we'd like to see a couple of games, a couple of teams come up into the division to make it a bit more depth, give it a bit more depth. But at the same time, you know, what we have at the moment is a competition that's going to give us a tough one. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, hopefully going forward, we get a couple more teams in there Mm. in, you know, the upcoming seasons. But... And I'd like to think that will happen, especially with Tasha's, Tash and Jess's Div 2 comp. They've got nine teams mm. in their comp. And then obviously Lundy and Geordie and Taylor's Div 2 comp, um, they've got eight teams yeah. in their yeah. comp, obviously including the Musgrave teams in there as well. So, yeah. um, you know, you'd like to think going forward, we're going to have a few more Div 1 teams moving up and, you know, challenging um, the sort of established Div 1 teams that are there at the moment. Yep. You know, we've got Bond and Burley who are new clubs at, in, in one of the comps in Pimpama as well. well. Yep. So, yeah, should be good. Yeah. Um, but in saying that, obviously we spoke about the delay in the season start, Yeah. Um, Linz, um, and that goes without saying that catch-up games, I guess, is the, is the phrase. It's the order of the day. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and with catch-up games, um, not not far behind, that phrase is injuries. Yep, Lynch. usually follows close by, doesn't it? Yep. No team likes them, um, you know, catch-up games backing up quickly after a game. Um, it's not ideal for anyone. Um, certainly we're in that same boat as well. Yep, so obviously at the moment we're, we're without um, Laney, yep. um, our fearless captain. Yep. Um, you know, hurt her calf 
uh, last week or the week before, I think it was. Yeah, week before she missed last week and is and will miss again this week at least. Yep. Um, and then obviously uh, the game after that against Palm Beach, we lost our goalkeeper Jenna yep. in the first uh, fifteen, I guess, fifteen twenty minutes of the game. We lost her. Yep, and we we lost Afy last week as well. Um, so, and also Bree Bree's really struggling at the moment with her calf as well. She's playing through it, but you know she's definitely not right. So. You know, there's there's some concerns there. I would imagine, I would imagine other clubs have theirs as well. That's what I'm sort of clinging to. Yep. But you know, all these these rained out catch up games, they're going to take their toll. Yep. Especially playing on a Monday and then backing up on a Wednesday as well. It's a very short turnaround. Yeah. Um, especially if you're playing a very very tough game on the Monday night. So you know, there there could be a situation where we see ourselves playing down at Kingy at 8 o'clock on a Monday night yeah, and then having to back up on the Wednesday where we might play Rubina. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, well, that's actually us next week. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we have Kingy home, Kingy away, and then Rubina. Yeah, so. yep. so not the easiest run. No, but then at the same <clears> time, <throat> you know, they, they'll, they'll have a run something similar. Um, so, I mean, that's the argument, I suppose. It's the same for everyone. And I think as a team... You know, with the work that we've done, you know, we're probably in better, better position to be able to handle that. You know, injuries aside, you know, injuries are different, mm. but generally we have the players that can sort of back up if they're not injured. Um, if they're a bit sore or whatever, they tend to be able to in our team. But yeah, if they're injured, that's another story. Yep. Um, okay. Yeah. So just yeah, a little bit of a tough. Tough patch coming up for us in the next couple of weeks, and hopefully, you know, these girls that are carrying, you know, niggles can can get past them. Yep, definitely. Um, so this season, we've got a couple of girls that are um, playing in some new positions. Yep. Forest Lynns. Um, you want to go through a couple of those for us? We've got, I guess, Lauren first up. Yeah, Lauren first up, who I've got to talk about, you know, straight away as being a, a revelation so far. I think she's been fantastic, and I was openly concerned about this role you know we definitely needed someone as a as a center back to yep. to help Soph out this year normally a very very good attacking midfielder yeah um but yeah i definitely get what you mean if you bring a midfielder out of position to play in a in a role where you haven't really got that protection behind you yeah um because you are that protection at, at the last line of defense really yeah before you you know obviously hit the goalkeeper um you know definitely a change of Change of mindset, I guess, would be the hardest thing to adapt to because there could be moments where she might find herself going for a forward run with the ball, which I think is a great a great quality to have and definitely something that would make her unique as a centre-back, I yeah. guess, when the time comes. Time and a place for that to happen, don't get me wrong. But, um, yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I, definitely, I definitely had a little bit of a concern in regards to how Lauren would react to the, I guess, the oh shit moments if we were to be counted um, yeah. Let's say, for example, if Soph had have gone in for a tackle and maybe mistimed the tackle, maybe the opposition was smart enough to pass it around Soph. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's Lauren trying to stop two players. You know, will she will she chase back and will she show that hunger to chase back as quick as she could to to be effective? And you know what? I think in parts she has she has done that. Definitely yeah. got some room to improve in that area. But I mean, her quality is second to none when, when she has got the ball at her feet? Well, you know, what we did the trade-off at the start of the year was certainly with the way we play, and I speak to the girls about it often, is that the centre-backs are, are 
the, the key positions on the field and I don't really care what anyone says around that. I, that's just how I feel. Yep. And, you know, certainly in our team, the centre-backs get the ball more than anyone else, you know, with the way that we play. And, you know, if, if one of those is Lauren, we're, we're in good shape. Mm. You know, she's so good with the ball, so composed. Um, so you can't, you know, you can't sort of rob Peter to pay Paul. Like, you need to take some good with bad. Yeah, definitely right. And I must commend Lauren for her, um, you know, her communication and attitude towards the role. We've been very open in, in discussing where she needs to be better. Um, she's accepted it well. She's, for the main of it, um, been injury-free. So I suppose that was another concern for me with Loz was, you know, am I going to have a centre-back that's actually not going to be able to be on the field? Mm. Um, but she's proven that she can play 90 minutes in that position uh, against good opposition. Well, I was just going to say, our first two games were yeah. obviously a grand final rematch mm. um, against Broadbeach first up, and then to back that up, um, you know, playing against, a, I guess, a resurgent Palm Beach team that love to press, yep. love love really, really love the physicality. Team. Really good team, and, um, and and she got Lauren got man of the match against Burley, or player of the match against uh, Brody. Mm. So that just goes to show how how much we are you know seeing what she's doing at the moment. So, yep, Loz Loz is going well at the moment. It's a long season, though, Loz. <laughs> you know we gotta we gotta dig in, and and um, you know there's probably going to be a lot bad happen through, through the year with. Um, whether it be injury, whether it be position, whether it mm. just be opposition, mm. but you know, at the moment you're you're looking really good, and you know we're we're really happy with things. Yeah, definitely. And I guess the best thing as well is I think you and I as coaches, we actually we have something that we can help develop in a player that I guess is already really established as a very 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 good player. Yeah. Especially in the midfield. Yeah. Um, you know, she has played centre back before, yeah. obviously. Um, not for a while, but I mean, that just gives us the opportunity to help her out with that. Yeah, it wasn't totally foreign to her. I mean, she had a basis to work on, which made it easier, which which was the reason why I, I went with Lauren. Yep. Um, it's because she did actually have a base of, of playing there before. So, um, yep, I'm really happy with Loz at the moment, and hopefully that can continue. Yep, definitely. Um, you know, in other players as well, we've who, who else have we shifted around a bit? Have we got... So we've got Annie yeah. playing in a new position this year. Yeah. Um, you know, you've taken her out of the out of the back line who yeah. you know, I think is a very, very good defender. But very interested to see how she goes out wide. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's funny that I actually forgot about Annie. Annie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, the whole that. team will just be so surprised you said that. Uh, I'm faking it. I'm absolutely faking it. There's no way that, that happened. Um, no, but Look, I just trust her with everything. I, I suppose what it comes down to is, you know, as a centre back last year for us, you know, she, I, I trusted her with everything. You know, like I just have that, um, I suppose, trust in her as a player, and you know, in, in in moving her, she's got an obvious desire to to get forward, yeah, and and score, and that's probably why, you know, I was quite happy to sort of allow her to to change position and you know we need that second you know that second winger and we didn't know at the time Sav was coming mm. so we needed that second winger option to really be effective because we knew George was going to be 
Yep. Um, As always. Yeah. And so really, really proud of Annie with how she's, um, you know, she's working really hard at training as always and understanding, I suppose, more of what we want. Yeah. Another player that's always looking for feedback too, which is great. Um, You know, she's always asking us after training, can we spend 10 or 15 with her to work on things or she'll hit you up before training if, you know, you guys can work on some stuff. Talk to her a lot. Um, Also, just one thing I've I've picked up on with is, is... her speed, her pace is so much quicker than what I thought. You mm. know, like yeah, we, we kind of knew she was quickish last year across the back, but I've done a couple of training drills <laughs> with the girls and I've purposely put myself on Annie to give her a bit of pressure and she's just streaking away, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I mean, it, it might sound funny because, but I actually rate myself <laughs> as, as being able to keep up. But... Um, you know, she is really in, in good shape for fitness, in good shape for speed, in a good headspace. Um, and I think once she just gets some consistency in games, because we sometimes lose Annie here and there for different reasons. Yep. Once we get a consistency in games, um, she's going to be really effective for yeah, us. Yeah, uh, I couldn't agree more. Yep. I think she's going to have a great season in that position. Yeah. Um, another player that we've shifted um, from last year was uh, Bree. She, yes. She's normally a, you know, a very, I guess... Uh, what's the word? A combative yeah. attacking midfielder. Yeah. Um, you know, loves the physicality in games. Yeah. Um, we've we've pushed her further up in a striking position. Yeah, and um, she's finding her feet there. You know, I think that's fair to say. I think she's done very well, but um, yeah, I think she still has plenty to learn in that regard. I just love the way that she is so. Um, so resilient she just gives nobody any spare time on the ball at yeah. all whatsoever and yep. just as a number nine you know that's that's half as effective as what you do with yeah. the ball her pressing game is impressive yeah. um, she was definitely the one person in my old Southport team who would initiate the press mm. when we were playing against you know Brisbane um, I guess competition um, especially teams that loved to stay on the ball and sort of try and pass around us Breed didn't give him a sniff she was always the one that initiated the, yeah. the press and more so than not, they didn't really get past her and she was meant to be the first person to press. Yep, I could totally see how that would happen. Um, and I think sort of Annabelle is, is taking a bit of her fold. She's been a lot better this year um, as well in that aspect. Mm. Um, you know, so really pleased with Annabelle as well. Um, but Brie is you know, trying a new a new role and unfortunately through injuries we're, we're having to to change things up and she is carrying a, a pretty bad calf at the moment, Bree. So um, we've really got to sort of look after her as well. So yep. um, hopefully, you know, she'll have to play midfield minutes tonight because of the players that are out. So hopefully she can come through unscathed tonight. Yeah, I'm sure she will. She's a strong character, that yep. one. Um, a notable mention I, I wanted to quickly, I guess, touch on um, Linz is um, Evie, who I'm glad I'm glad you brought Evie up. Yeah, I think I think her work ethic is pretty much second to none. She's very very self critical in her application sometimes with her training and, and and I guess gameplay things that we may not necessarily see. She'll I guess be uh, visibly annoyed at herself for things that she may not quite pull off which I think is a good thing to have a good trait to have um, it definitely strives her to want to be a better player yeah. but um, the thing I wanted to mention was the fact that she 
she's been put into a couple of different positions during training games for us, yeah. Linz. Um, yeah. You know, one meant one definite time I can think of, she was pulled out in the left, which you know she I don't think she's ever played before. No, but did not hear a, a whim of of disgust or annoyance. She no. put her head down, butt up, and she worked her ass off. Yeah, and I was so impressed with that. Um, you know, and then true to form again um, against um, Palm Beach. Obviously, with the injuries that we have, we lost our number six, um, Beck, who anchors our midfield. Yeah. I think Evie had an absolutely amazing, amazing game. Um, got us out of some tight spots um, frequently when we're trying to play out from the back. Yeah. Um, was always looking for the switch yeah. um, when, when she could see it. Um, so, yeah, very impressed with her at the moment, Linz. Yeah, I'm glad you brought up Evie. She's a ripper. She's just a ripper. Like, uh, I can't, can't uh, talk positively enough about Evie she's fantastic and I agree with you that that game against Palm Beach where they pressed hard they they were a hard pressing team yeah probably a lot more than Broadbeach did and um, you know Evie handled that with the back four really nicely um, in that holding responsibility mm. um, yeah and I think also too uh, for me you know I just think Georgia has had the most incredible preseason. I've known her for a, quite a few years now over a lot of different teams at Musgrave. Yeah. And I've never actually seen her focus and concentrate and want to improve like she has this year. Yeah. She's always been a, a brilliant to coach and not a drama. Mm. But I'm seeing a, a little bit of a different George this year. Yeah. Um, and, and I've really loved it. Yeah. She's definitely got that X factor about her in our team mm. in, in the sense that She's generally the one that bursts through and breaks the lines for us if there is a chance or half a chance. I think teams don't realize just how quick she is. And it's not just the fact that she's very, very quick. I think she's starting to be very smart in how she moves herself. Um, and that's definitely credit to yourself, Linz, showing her you know, a few different routes to make or yeah. knowing where to be on the field, where, you know, depending on where the ball is on the field, yeah. knowing when to come in and sort of act like a second striker or a yeah. fourth midfielder yeah. if we need to and then knowing when to obviously stretch the pitch when the ball is coming her way and I guess angling her runs in the right way yeah um you know definitely showing some really really promising development there yeah so so proud of her and you know it's just a finished product it's just a finished product with George mm. you know she could easily be throw down for golden boot right now yeah you know and not only could she be in that in that mold, she could also she could also on, she could also lay on and assist that. That's right. For others. Yeah. I mean, I I just don't think George actually fully understands how important that finished product is, um, and you know she does an absolute power of work to get there. And I mean, no one loves the work more than George. I mean, she, yeah, but, she loves it. But I mean, it is the difference between you know, winning and drawing and losing close games. Yep. Like if she could just get that finished product sorted, um, well, you know, we're winning this comp yep. by, by that. She's she's actually that influential that we win the comp if, if she actually picks that up. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. It's definitely, um, it's definitely something from a coaching standpoint that I think you can agree as well, Linz. It's something that as a coach, you actually are loving the fact that you want to help that player out in that aspect of their game. The fact that they're doing all of the hard stuff perfectly, which is, you know, 
I guess, the majority of other players that you and I as a coach try and help with. But Georgia actually does the hard stuff right. It's actually when she's in on goal, there's no pressure on her, the ball's at her feet, and, you know, like you said before, the start of her season has been second to none in previous seasons. By far the best start to her season I've seen. Yeah. Um, you know, racking up the goals straight away. Um, but yeah, just that finished product, if she can just work on the, the easy part and that's where knowing how to find someone's feet, um, hitting a low, firm ball across the six-yard box and not at the keeper or, you know, into the side of the goals. Yeah. Um, she could easily, easily add 15 to 20 goals to the team this yeah. season. Yeah, um, I, I agree more. We're really, really counting on you there, George. We, we are counting on you, <laughs> but we believe you can actually achieve yeah, it this Yeah, I reckon year, she so. can too. So I'm actually looking forward to to helping George out on the training pitch this year with that. Yeah, and, and I suppose, Jace, just quickly, the last one I, I did want to really touch on in this podcast to, uh, today was Soph. Yeah, good call. I, look, I think she'd, she'd even admit, you know, she hasn't had the greatest start to the season. And, um, you know, I really, I really have a lot of time for Safe. I, I, I just love her to death. I love the way that she goes about her training and her play and the way that she wants to be a better player. Mm. The one thing I love about Safe is the fact that if something isn't going right for her, she will continue to try and play that same ball mm. or she'll continue to play the way that we play as a team. She doesn't go back in her shell. She doesn't try... Mm. anything different that's going to put her under more pressure it's yeah. just back to the drawing board i'm going to get this right i don't care how many times it takes and we're going to keep pushing forward yeah it's just decisions for me with soph there obviously the ability there she passes the ball beautifully great pass know. of the ball she passes the ball beautifully it's just a decision on which pass is being played at the time that she needs the help with yep and um i'm, I'm regularly seeing her make make the wrong decision which is alarming for me as a coach but my god i have more faith in her than anyone else like i think that she can absolutely be the 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 pillar that we can work around yep. as a team i agree and um yeah <laughs> she really came back after a shock and start yeah she played really well at palmy you know i think was unlucky to probably be on the wrong end of of conceding a couple of goals where she might have thought she'd taken responsibility for but I don't really, you know, see that as, as a, the problem. I see more of a problem as just the, the decision-making. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, head up, Soph. We'll get you there. Yeah, no definitely. That's yep. what we're here for. Yeah. Um, I guess one last mention quickly would be Cherie going into goals for us last week against Palmy. I just <laughs> wanted to, to say, you know, I think um, the way Cherie is very, very good with the ball at her feet definitely helped our style of play. Yeah. Um, which I think was a massive factor in you obviously choosing her to go in for us. That's right. Um, you know, the girls, um, you know, I guess massive credit to the girls as well. Just because we had a standing goalkeeper there did not stop our back line mm. or our you know, defensive midfield playing that ball back to Cherie, um, you know, and letting her be involved and continuing to play that we like to play. You know, a lot of times when that happens in a game where we lose, you lose a goalkeeper, there are teams out there that, you know, whether it's them trying to protect the goalkeeper or it's them showing a bit of, um, I guess, uh, anxiety, yeah. knowing that they've got someone behind them that doesn't normally play there, they tend to try and keep the ball away from that player. That's right. So I was so impressed, not only with the team, to continue to play the way that we play and go, no, 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 we're still giving you the ball. 
you still got to make things work for us and we'll get into position for you. But um, also the fact that Cherie, you know, took that game by the scruff of the neck and when the ball was at her feet, you could see her. She was screaming out to the girls to open up or you need to spread out here. Girls, where's my support? And, you know, she received some balls under pressure and still managed to get the ball away as if she was on the field. So, you know, really, really proud of her for that. Yeah, I agree, mate. She's a born leader. Nearly uh, saved a pen as well. Yeah, got a hand to it. <laughs> it was still, uh, I still think it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in the football field was where the penalty was being taken and just to set the picture for the <laughs> for the listeners. I mean, Cherie's standing in the middle of the goal and she's sort of waving her arms like she's seen the professionals do on TV. <laughs> and, you know, the reason they do that is to try and make the goal look smaller. But we're standing in the dugout and Cherie's waving her arms. She looks like an under-8s player. I swear to God, the goal had never looked so big. (laughs) The goal was three times the size and Cherie was just waving her arms, just meaningless. (laughs) I I told her after the game, she should have just given that player some smack talk before the game. That's normally, that's that's half my power when I'm in goals at training. Yeah. Tell the girls, you know, a bit of banter. And And, and just the side note to that is, you know, when, when Jenna went down, you know, we kind of knew straight away that she doesn't stay down. So we, we, we felt like, all right, well, someone's going to have to do it instantly. Mm. Um, and when going out to check on her and I said to Cherie, all right, well, you know, um, I think Cherie offered but didn't do it seriously. She said, oh, oh well, it looks like I'll be going in goal or something. And I, <laughs> and I turned around and said, yep, <laughs> that, that's the plan. And Cherie just looked, I think at the time she had Logan... Uh, Macy on the bench I think might have been another but I'm pretty sure that they were Mm. on the bench at the time and she just turned and looked at Logan and Macy and just looked at me and she went I guess you are (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I mean just handled it so well what an absolute champion yep Um, so yep Fortunately, you know, we've, we've got help with Kim tonight, so yes. she doesn't have to do it again. Yes, yeah. which is great. So, yeah, massive thank you to Tash and Jess for giving us Kim and uh, Sierra. Indeed, Sierra, who gets a, a go with us tonight, yep. um, given the situation of our, of our team. Yep. Um, with injuries and stuff, Sierra's a great player. She's, she, you know, you, you bumped into her t- today at Coles. Yeah. I mean, she's gunning for it. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> I mean, chomping at the bit. She just wants to help out wherever she can. And okay. she's excited. I've had a couple of years coaching Sierra previously, and there's no greater competitor. Mm. <laughs> and, and anybody that's been in Sierra's team will know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to seeing that tonight yeah. you know, against the tough Kingy team. Nah. Awesome. So, look, we'll go through some recent results, I guess. We've only been, uh, I guess, two rounds in to the Div 1 comp. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, of course, our first game of the season is a grand final rematch in uh, Broadbeach. Yeah. So, um, yeah, interesting game, Linz. We came away 3-1 winners there. Yeah, and I think that we let Brody off the hook. On I agree. Um, we, it was a first classic first game. Um, but, you know, we were at full strength then. You know, no injuries then. You know, very much full strength, good to go. Mm. And... Um, you know, I don't know if you watched that video back that Mel's done on the women's page, yep. guys, but um, <laughs> there's a lot of Musgrave attacks on, and that wasn't, you know, Mel doctoring up the footage. <laughs> that, it's just that, what she had. That is what she had, and honestly, we we really hammered that team at, um, in all facets. Yep. Um, 
So, you know, 3-1 let him off the hook a little bit, which was a kind of kind of disappointing on one hand. Yeah. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you take your wins. They're going to be a different prospect when we, when we see them again yeah. um, this season now that they've had a bit of a taste on... I guess what we're capable of. Mm. Um, so for for those girls out there that are listening in in our in our squad, definitely don't think it's going to be an easy win next time we play them. They're going to be twice as hard. Yep, no, that's definitely true. And um, we don't know what the situation will be next time either. You know, we could be players down as well, like we are at the moment. Um, so there'll be no easy games. And Brody will, you know, they're a proud women's club. Yep, that you know, they'll come back strong. Definitely will. And at Brody. You know they're definitely stronger than than away as well. So. Yeah, yeah, they'll be hard to beat at home when we when we do see them there. Yeah, but um, look that that game we didn't walk away from that game um, unscathed. We unfortunately lost yep. lost Beck to a calf injury, um, and also Afy walked away with a bit of a swollen knee. Swollen knee, that that's right. So big big losses. Uh, we weren't able to back up with those girls against Palmy. Um, you know when Beck puts a hand up. You know, you know that that it's time yeah, to come off. She never comes off. No, so um, you know, I was really, really upset at that at that particular time. You know, that, you know, in hindsight, could I have maybe protected Beck and Afy a little bit, and and taken them off earlier to to try and basically just get through the game with those two players intact, but I wasn't to know obviously at the time that injuries would go down and things would be as they are. So. I suppose, you know, coaching this 2020 vision, you'd like to take things back if you could, but um, losing those girls after week one was, was not, not ideal. It was tough, yeah. Not ideal, but Loz, Loz picked up player of the match in that game, as we discussed earlier with her, and, um, you know, it was really, you know, she really picked up the slack on, on that front, and, and also, you know, definitely I thought in midfield we... We, we really picked it up there with Jade. Jade was enormous. And, um, you know, Bree did all that she could running around up front and in midfield help, helping out when Laney went down as well. Yeah. And Evie contributed hugely as always. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, like you just mentioned in the, the video that Mel put up for us, Jade was almost in yeah. every single clip. And, you know, as impressive as that was, that turned out to not be, I guess her best performance yet that was still to come yeah I mean I just put that down as a, a good game and yeah we were still yet to see the best of Jade yeah definitely um, took it up another notch against Palm Beach we were you know down a few troops yeah I just feel like in the pre-game Jade really took it on the fact that Beck was away um, the fact that Athey wasn't playing and I really got the impression that Jade was like oh well you know what I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a big one and um you know, she really did turn it on uh, in that Palmy game. Um, every time we looked down, as as we did, you know, with our injuries and, and the way that the game was travelling at the time, you know, we, we were down, then we got level, then we got up, then we got down. You know, it was, it was a five-all game. Yeah, it was a roller coaster game. And, and, you know, Jade just didn't quit. She played 90 minutes and she just didn't let up. There was always time to get the ball back in the middle and go again. So... Mm. Really noticeable, you know. Sav was terrific, just terrific. You know, we we're missing Annie that game, mm. um, so Sav played big, big minutes in that game there. Um, George could have easily had a few more, as we touched on earlier. Yeah, um, but but had to go into midfield. Such was our 
our depletion. Yeah. Um, Annabelle all... could have had a few as well this game. Yeah. She worked really. Yeah. She worked hard oh, all game. What a great game. Yep, all game. <laughs> it's it's interesting. You know, there's nothing worse being a striker and you know running your absolute guts out for 90 minutes or well, for generally most of the game. Yeah. And um, you know, getting a couple of chances here and there, but the work that you put in to try and get in a position to score. Um, you know, and not reaping the rewards of that. Um, Annabelle was very unlucky not to have a couple of goals at the end there. She had a fantastic game. I was so proud of her. And, you know, she's such a funny girl to talk to. If she doesn't score, she just thinks that she played shit, you know. And and, and I really hope that, that she learns that that's not always the case by the end of this year. She understands that sometimes you just can't. Mm. It just doesn't fall your way. But what a great attitude. Terrific girl. Um, love having Annabelle in the team. Um and what I was really proud of in that in that Palmy game was the, the wing backs in Katie and Malia. Yeah. Who both played big minutes. Um, Malia came off for a little bit at the end, um, but you know they were smart enough because we like our wing, our wing backs getting forward. It's definitely a, uh, a very physically oh race trying to call us again, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> <Tittle. laughs> um, but um, you know that that position definitely in our squad lens is a very physically demanding position. Because yeah. we like our wing backs to, to push forward and overlap them when they can. Yeah, I totally agree. We <clears> ask <throat> a lot of them. Um, Sheree was stuck in goal. So the three wing backs we have, one was in goal, so we only had two. And, um, you know, Katie had such a brilliant game. And Malia was fantastic. <laughs> she was just fantastic. But what I liked about it was they both kind of put away getting forward because they were smart enough to realise... Hold on. I've got to last I've the game last here. The, the whole game. We've got to keep it. They still got forward when they could. Yeah. But it wasn't manic. And, you know, they understood also with our players down in midfield that, you know, normally that's Becca or Afy covering them. And, I mean, e- Evie was in there in a new role. And she was she was doing the job anyway, but it wasn't as manic. And I think the wing backs need to take the credit for the, for being smart enough. So we didn't tell them. Mm. They were smart enough on their own to probably show the initiative. Yep, to probably understand that. <clears throat> yep, definitely. So um, I guess there are some teams in our comp that have played three games already, Linz, and yep. others have only played two. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Kingy um, and Rabina City have only played one game so far. Right. So Palmy's currently sitting on top um, with five points. They've they've won a game. Um, they've drawn two, um, which puts them on the five points. I think they I think they beat um, Broadbeach four uh, three right. last week. So that was their that was right. their only win. Um, actually, no, sorry. Did they beat Rabina? And I think no. Actually, I think they've played Broadbeach twice. No, 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 you're right. They beat Rabina. I think they beat Rabina. No, you're right. Yep, so I think they beat Rabina comfortably too, didn't they? 6-0. Something like that. Yep. Um, And then, obviously, our girls are sitting in seconds, but we've only played two games. Um, Obviously, uh, beating Broadbeach and drawing against Palmy last week. Um, Broadbeach have also played three games. Yeah. So they actually drew three all with, with Palm Beach. Yep. Um, they've beaten Kingscliff 4-3, so that looked like it was a pretty close game. Yep. Um, Brody were at home for that. And then, um, obviously, we've we've beaten them as well, 3-1. So they're, they're currently sitting equal second with us on four points. Yep. Um, and then, obviously, Kingscliff have only had the one game where they've lost to, to Broadbeach. Yep. And they're, they're up against us tonight. Yep. 
No, this should be a good game. Kingy have plenty to play for. They're a proud women's club. Mm. Um, so they they will be tough, that's for sure. We've got a couple of troops down as talk as we talked about earlier. So uh, obviously without our regular keeper as well. So big contest tonight. Yeah, definitely. Mistake. So look, the, the Div 1 action for, for tonight. So Palm Beach have a bye tonight. They've got a week off. Um, and Rabina are actually at home to Broadbeach. Right. Um, tonight at 6.15. So they play the early game. And right. then obviously our girls um, are playing against Kingscliff at Muzzy, which is the second game of the doubleheader tonight. So we're on after... Um, is it Div 2, Div, Yep, so we're on after Tash's team uh, at 8.10. Yep, um, that's correct. Um, we get the late game at, at Muzzy, um, which we, we, you know usually serves us well. The girls don't really like the late games. I believe, but uh, it it get it allows us to get a good warm up in. Um, I don't mind it so much. Um, so we'll see we'll see how we go. Mm. Again, touched on the fact that we're down a, down a few, but really, um, you know, pleased with the placements we've got in. And and uh, speaking to Katie earlier today, she pretty much assures me that that Jade and herself will be there at half time. So oh, good. Um, that's encouraging. Uh, both at staff meeting tonight. So. Hopefully they are being able to arrive at half time. We'll be in much better shape when that happens to yep. bring those two in. Beautiful. Um, so I guess to, to wrap things up for, for today, Linz, let's um let's go through a round of predictions mm-hmm. for both of us. We'll start cool. off with uh with Tasha's team tonight. Yep. Obviously playing against uh Pimpama City. Yep. Um how do you think that's gonna end up tonight? I think Tash can can split the diff tonight. I reckon that that, that could be a... That could be a three-all result. Three-all? Yeah, I'm going to call three-all. I think that they, you know, Pimpamar, I believe, will be pretty strong, but I think our girls, you know, will be up for it. Is it true that Pimpamar have picked up players from Coomeras? is the rumour. Okay, right. Um, so potentially yeah. could be another tough game for them. Yeah, yeah, it looks like that on paper. Yeah. Um, Sierra playing for Tash will make a massive difference. Yep. And George coming back from Lundy's team last week. Um up in the front three yep. will we'll give them some speed up front and yep. I think their girls up front are good enough to get a few goals against a team yeah alright um, you know what I might go along the same lines as you Linz but I I think it's going to be a lot tighter I think it could be a one-all draw yep no, might, might go with that um, alright Lundy's Lundy's team tonight Linz they're, they're away against Rabina they are away and as we spoke of earlier they got they got a, a stack of injury issues and, and availability problems. Um, they could have they could have twelve after five minutes, or they could have fifteen after five minutes. Uh, for, you know, players. So a little bit of a raffle game for them. But I really think Lundy's team have the quality to get beyond them. Yep. Um, I think they can win tonight, and with Sarah McDonald in goals, I don't think the other team will score many. So maybe, uh, maybe a six six nil. I'll call six nil. Yeah. Clean sheet. 6-0 to Lundy's girls. Sarah's not going to let in a goal, and uh, and Lundy will have them very much um, sorted out. Well drilled. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think I'm going to go along the lines of the clean sheet as well for Sarah. I think mm. I think Sarah played really well against Bond um, last week. It was just a couple of long-range efforts that maybe caught her a little bit off guard there. They've got a couple of players there, Bonds, that are, I think, ex-NPL players as well. Yeah, they do. Um, and, you know, right at the end there, they were coming home hard. Bo- um, Bo- you know, Bo- the Muzzy team. girls were up 4-1, I think, and then, yeah. you know, ended up finishing 5-4. So for them to come home quite strong. 
Um, you know, they're, they're going to do well this year, I think. Yeah, I think Bonds. I agree. Um, but that being said, I think uh, I think Lundy's girls are going to come away 3 uh, nil winners, yep. I think. No, I think that's probably fair. Yeah. And then obviously our team tonight, Linz. How do you think that's going to go down? Um, tonight, I really feel like we, we can win the game. Um, I think we'll, we will be better than them, but um, things will have to go our way, that's for sure. We definitely, you know, need Katie and, and Jade to turn up as as we think that they will. Um, if they don't turn up and, and, and Bree breaks down, um, we could find things a bit difficult. Mm. Uh, but I think we can win the game, you know, assuming that everything goes according to plan. I think Kingscliff will score. I don't think that's something that any team can stop. Yeah, and that's obviously with no, no. disrespect to Kim in being in goals tonight. Oh, they've they've no. got quality across the park. Absolutely no disrespect to Kim or any of our defenders. Yeah. I just feel like Kingscliff every game will score and they have that they have that in them. Yep. Um, and I think that it'll be high scoring. I, I think Georgia can get hold of them and I think Annie can have an absolute stormer. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with maybe five two. Ooh, five, five two. two to us. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Um, I was actually gonna go five one. Well But I don't know if I want to go that close to your score. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's a little bit I'm going to go podcast. Yeah. <laughs> five, two, five, one. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I actually think we're, we're going to have a great game tonight. And I actually think with the injection of Jade and Katie coming in late, they're going to be fresh. Yep. I'm hoping our girls can run Kingy off the park quite early. Yep. Um, you know, tie them out quickly. So I think it'll be tight in the first half, but I think we're going to come away. You know, the floodgates are going to open in the second half. I think we're going to win this 6-1. Brilliant, brilliant. That would that would be a, a, a huge result for us. Yep. Um, and I think the logic's there. You know. Yeah. Definitely. So you know, obviously hoping for a, a nine pointer tonight. We're wanting all three Muzzy teams to, to get the dub. Yep. But um, obviously with our predictions, um, you know, we, we think Tash might have a bit of a tough night tonight with with Pimpama City. Definitely, you know, definitely Tash has got a got a tough game there. But you know. In saying that, we've predicted our scores to win, but I mean, our, our, our game will be just as tough. Yep. And, you know, Lundy's probably got the easiest game on paper, but he's probably got the most depleted team. So, so it's going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But look, just a quick recap, uh, everyone. So, obviously, Tash um, and Jess. So, their team is the first game of a doubleheader tonight at Musgrave. They play at 6 15. Uh, you've got Lundy's team who are away um, against Rabina. They kick off at seven, yep. and then obviously to round off the the double header home at at home again um, with with us, Linz, um, eight o'clock is our kickoff. Yep, um, that's that's the wrap up. And just last question for you, Jace, for the Div One girls tonight. Who are you predicting as player of the match? Oh yeah, good question. We can. We you can... know what? I'm actually you know, and I'm. I actually hope this player doesn't listen in on this podcast early enough tonight, but I'm... The Moz. <laughs> Put the Moz on. <laughs> I'm actually going to say, I think Sav is going to come away with the men of the match tonight. I think she is in blistering form. Nice. And I'm hoping that her hard work will pay off tonight with a goal and another assist. She's got a couple already so yep. far after two games. Yep. Um, but yeah, against Palmy last week, um, she definitely deserved a goal. Yeah, no, she was brilliant last week, and if Jay didn't have what I deemed as the game of her life, yep. Sav would have picked up the player of the match for sure. Yep, definitely. What about you, Linz? Who are you going? Um, you know, as much flack as I'll probably cop for this, I'm going to say Annie. 
it's going to get player of the Shock match. Shock, bloody <laughs> horror. No, 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 but I have a genuine reason this time. Okay, hit us. <laughs> no, I believe, you know, Annie missed the game last week. She's got a I, point to prove. I think she's like a cage line. She's ready to go. Um, she's fit, ready to roll. Um, got got plenty of knowledge behind her on how to play in the wing now. Yeah, looked really good at training the other night, um, Monday night with the finishing. So awesome. Um, yep, expecting a big one from Annie, and I'll be telling her if she doesn't. So don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. Um, you know what? Just come to mind actually one last notable mention, but a, a player that was with us last year. Um, that has been coming down to pretty much most of the games to support us, Crystal. Yes. Just wanted to say a massive uh, uh, shout out to Crystal and how much we really appreciate seeing her again. Um, uh, God, I absolutely, miss her. absolute top person. God, I miss her. Yeah. What an absolute legend. Yeah. And I uh, hope, obviously, she's going well with the pregnancy. She looks amazing. Yep. Um, so I'm sure she is. But um, you know, if she's listening in. You know, I might send her a quick message after this just to make sure she'd come down again tonight, maybe. Yeah, um, be good to see her again. Yeah, but... The um, girls love her. Yeah, no, welcome down anytime, Chris. Yep, beautiful. But yeah, with that, Linz, I think that uh, wraps up our first pod. Well done, mate. Back. Thank God we're back. <laughs> yeah, no, really well done. It's, it's good to be back. We've enjoyed a couple of drinks and a, and a good chat about the Muzzy Girls. And as we go, you know, further into the season, guys, we'll, we'll touch more on, on Lundy and Tasha's teams. We'll get the guys in for, for more info and chats about those guys. Obviously, Jason and I, as coaches of the Div 1 girls, know and understand a bit more about that. So that's why the, there's a bit, little bit more time dedicated to them tonight. But we'll get Lundy and Tash in. And we'll dedicate that time to those girls in the future. Definitely, which is deserved as well. So, yep. yeah, can't wait to get that, get them in for a chat. Oh, it'll be good fun. Yep. But uh, with that, Linz, uh, thank you for, yeah. for today. Do we cheers? Well, we've got to cheers. Cheers, And mate. Uh, good luck to all the teams tonight. Indeed. And um, everyone play well. Um, try not to get injured. That would be, that <laughs> Please. Would be ideal. <laughs> and, um, you know, be sure to tune in, in to us again shortly. Beautiful. All right. Thanks, Linz. Cheers, mate. Catch you later. Bye. Intruders caught on camera invading houses, so could something like this happen to you? Dave Rowe knows all too well how it feels to have his home broken into. Yeah, and see, that's what the problem was. Because <laughs> I heard him first. I said, hold on. I said, hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Because then I start to taste him. I said, and then I start to smell him. So it's like a smell that tastes like I was like, so I knew something was wrong. I knew something special about it, you know? So so what did you do when you heard the intruder? I ran upstairs. I had to run. And I had to do what that little girl, what's that little girl uh, in the Holocaust? She had a, uh, <laughs> she had Anne Hathaway, Aunt Frank, Frank and Beverly. And Frank, that's a hiding bitch, ain't it? I had to get up the stairs. So he had so much rhythm. When he was walking upstairs, he said, doom, doom, doom. Bitch, I started to almost beatbox up in the closet. Boom. But I couldn't do it yet because I couldn't die. I got caught tomorrow. So I'm just a little shook up. That's all that is. Mm, yeah, at least he got out of there and did the right thing. Absolutely.